Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And in this episode, we'll be discussing a winner of a Patreon vote every month at patreon.com slash TV. Our patrons vote between four films. Uh, the theme for this vote was... <laughs> well, t- Tim, can, explain the, the theme for this one, Tim, because you came up with it. <laughs> Uh, I think I was like trying to recapture like a specific period of time in my life. Uh, so it was ba- it was basically just like crappy ghost movies that came out while I was in like middle school, early high school. Because uh, yeah, I think like all these movies kind of came out around the same time. I think most of them were like ninety eight, ninety nine, and then this one was two thousand one, I believe. But they all kind of feel like they're from that same period. Yeah, and and they're also uh they're all kind of like um the these weird remakes um because I I feel like now we're getting uh you know in, in the two thousands I feel like you know we started getting more remakes of like you know classic franchise stuff like Texas and Friday but uh these were like the remakes of like <laughs> the classic horror movies like you know House on Haunted Hill and The Haunting and um I don't know if Thirteen Ghosts is considered a classic um. Existed. But, you know, it is an old ghost movie. <laughs> yeah, there, there is an 1860s uh, 13 Ghosts, uh, which had the gimmick of actually having glasses that you had to wear in the cinema. Every time, like, you, you could only see the ghosts on the screen if you wore the glasses. Oh, in, in the original movie? Yeah, that, that's how it oh, works that, in the original. Oh, that actually sounds pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different, if, if nothing else. Uh, so... In- it actually explains like one of my big questions about the movie, which was like, why do we need these glasses? Like, because I didn't think the movie was in three D, because I don't think we were doing three D yet. No, no, um, no, the movie wasn't though. Because yeah, it, it seems that anytime someone has to put on glasses in a movie, I just assume it's like a three D gimmick, you know. Hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I didn't think that was weird. But, uh, well, that explains it though. So call back. Hmm. So our patrons voted for 13 Ghosts, or as Tim pointed out before we started, the, the real title is Thir 13 N Ghosts. So we're going we're gonna to talk about this, and I'd seen this thing before. That, oh, sorry. Well, the, the thing that annoys me about, like, I, I mean, I, I don't like replacing numbers for letters, but, like, if you are going to do it, I feel like the numbers have to look a lot like the letters. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think, like... Yeah, the one and the three. I don't. I don't think they look like. Were they supposed to be the T and the E? <laughs> That's, yep. Yep. You know, I mean, the E kind of makes sense. Yeah. But. I mean, um, the same thing with seven. Like it's not. You know, a seven doesn't look like a V. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a number. We get it. I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> yes, yes, right. yes. But yeah, you saw it before, though. It was one of your favorite movies growing up. Is that what you're going to say? I was No, I was not going to say it was worth it. Tim, how dare you? I was going to say that this, this came out of an era right at the start of 2000s where I, I, I had started buying DVDs. You know, I was just at that age where I, could, I, I had a lot of bit of money that I was buying my own DVDs. And mm-hmm. I remember buying a lot of movies. Uh, and one of the movies that I bought, Blaine bought, I had not seen it when I bought it, was 13 Ghosts on DVD. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading reviews on like DVD review websites, and they all seemed relatively positive. You know, it, mm. I liked horror movies. Not Roger Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I, I double. Uh, I was looking at something the other day, and I, I guess this is like made one of his like lists of the most hated movies <laughs> that he has that he's ever done or something. That does not that does not surprise me, Tommy, because I hated this when I saw it, um, mm-hmm. and I mean maybe hate's a strong word, but I definitely did not like it. 
and <laughs> I hadn't seen it since then because I would have done so <laughs> I, I, I was not looking forward to revisiting this uh, mm-hmm. but of course we'll start spoiler free we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers same old same old stuff so the plot of 13 ghosts is that uh, Cyrus this this older dude uh, uh, his 50s he is uh, collecting ghosts with Matthew Lillard who's a who's a psychic Mm-hmm. Yes, you you heard me right, folks. And <laughs> we start the movie with a little prologue scene, but then ultimately, what it's about is that Cyrus dies and he leaves his fancy house to his nephew, played by Tony Shalhoub, who's got a family, including his, his older daughter, Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie, which mm-hmm. uh, again kind of dates the movie a lot. Okay, right, so this must have been close to American Pie because she's still playing what I think is meant to be a teenager, or at least, oh, yes. you know, maybe slightly older than that but um so and the lawyer who brings this this information takes them out to the house and we spend the entire movie and then and in this don't, don't forget they also have a son and a, a maid i guess no it's, maid, it's a caretaker a, it was a nanny it was specifically a nanny, nanny? Okay. um which i thought oh, was yeah, really... her whole thing is she keeps saying like oh i'm not a maid i'm okay yeah which i thought was specifically particularly weird because the family's story is that the mum died in a fire like six months ago <laughs> and they're down in a lock. They had to give up their house and move into a small apartment and they're still paying for a nanny. It it makes absolutely no sense. Like, I, I was so befuddled by this. Like, yeah, like the opening scene, you know, well, after kind of the cold open, but yeah. then it, it kind of goes into them like complaining about how they have to live in this like small apartment and they're so cramped and they get money troubles but and then she, you have a nanny like what yeah and she's a, she's a living nanny she lives there because when they go to the yeah. big house she's like oh this one what my room's going to be like you know we all get our own bathrooms yeah. and i'm like well maybe the first thing you do is stop paying for a nanny and maybe your financial troubles won't be yeah. as bad <laughs> yeah and like, there's so much stuff he could have done. Like, uh, all right, so you know, his wife just died. So maybe this is his wife's best friend who's you know trying to help them, mm. you know, get through this tough time. Or maybe a, you know, like the the wife's sister or some type of relative. Or there's there's a ton of things you can do. Just yeah, a nanny just makes it feel like so weird. And because it's not even like they're just a little hard up for cash. Like 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 you know they could have afforded this before. It's just starting to get a bit rough. Like we mm-hmm. see you know past due notices on the rent when they go mm-hmm. to the house and they see all these fancy like uh, like like uh, you know art pieces and artifacts mm-hmm. and things like that. Like oh this must be worth a lot. Like their eyes are lighting up with dollar signs. Like yeah. they are in a rough spot financially, and they've got a nanny <laughs> who lives with them. It's I don't know. You know, it's funny. There's like, yeah, there's a lot of fancy art stuff. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Are you talking about the uncle's house or? Yeah, yeah, the uncle's house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, there's like, you know, all this fancy art stuff, but then there's like a one room which I guess maybe is supposed to be like kids' room or something, but it had like Spawn toys <laughs> on it. <laughs> it was just like funny <laughs> seeing that. Yeah. So, Tim, I mean, I mean, I've not revealed how I feel about it now rewatching it, <laughs> but I'll, I'll save that for after I ask you. Tim, did you enjoy watching <laughs> 13 Ghosts? Uh, so, uh, similar to you, I, I remember seeing this uh, as a kid, so I think I would have been mm, f- uh, 15 at the time, if, if I saw it when it right came out. Mm. And uh, I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I, I do specifically remember the DVD. Uh, and uh, actually, one of the reasons why like I, I remember it is... Uh, because of the um, uh, the special features on it, because yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get into it more. But like with the the ghosts in the movie, I remember like the DVD had like these like um, in 
may not super in depth, but these backstories on the actual ghosts and stuff. And that, so I remember watching that. I, I, so when I first saw it growing up, I, I feel like I, I don't think I necessarily like hate it. I know I didn't love it. And I think my kind of takeaway was that like it had a really cool premise uh, that I liked, but it just, you know, the filmmaking is just not really up to snuff. And uh, rewatching it, I, I still kind of feel the same. Like I actually really, really like the premise. I think it's cool. It's kind of, I, I mean, basically it's like Jurassic Park, but with ghosts, <laughs> you know, which I think is like an awesome idea. Uh, but just the, you know, the, the acting's not really great. The characters aren't interesting. Um, there's a few kind of cool death scenes, I guess. Um, and the ghosts, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that they're kind of interesting, but I don't know. I think they probably maybe look cooler in like a horror game or something than an actual movie. But like, um, the way they shoot around the ghost, so is very annoying. It's like this kind of like a rave strobe light kind of effect that you really wore down on me after a while. So uh, I don't know. I have a few positive things to say, but overall, yeah, not not a very good movie. Yeah, I I all day is a good movie. I I think it's bad, not the worst thing ever, but sure. I, I think I think my problems stem from a few just like creative choices, and I I think the ghosts look terrible mainly because they just feel so. They're just always in the the, the light. They're all, there's always these bright lit rooms. It's always just like people painted kind of like pale and like mm-hmm. I, I just like for me this is everything I hate about ghosts. This is everything I hate about like how movies show ghosts. <laughs> like I like when you don't see them when it's implied, when it's dark, mm-hmm. when it's creepy. Nothing mm-hmm. in this movie is creepy. And yeah. if, and a big problem I have with this actually is the house itself. I I think this house is a terrible setting for a horror movie. Like terrible. Oh yeah. It, like everything, like all the, um, you know, uh, you know, quote unquote, I guess, action or supposedly scary moments. Like they all take place in like these hallways that like all look the same. And it's kind of like, yeah, it, it's like you're never in a room. There's never really anything interesting to keep it apart. Um, and then I guess the idea of the walls is kind of interesting, but. Yeah, it doesn't really work for, especially for like a whole movie. Yeah, just to set up what we're talking about here. So all the walls are glass. Everything is glass, and all the rooms look the exact same. All the halls look the exact same. Uh, there's like Latin writing on the glass, to, is, uh, which is used to like keep ghosts from like walking through and things like that. But ultimately, my my two big problems with it is one is everything is very bright, very light. Mm-hmm. There's no mood or atmosphere in the visuals and the second problem is what you were getting at there everything looks the same there's no sense there's no geography i, I never understand where we are and mm-hmm. and i realize that maybe what they're trying to do here is that they want you to feel like a maze like they want you to feel like you don't really know but mm-hmm. honestly is it for a movie that's not that interesting like it's not that exciting like yeah. i need some grounding where i am in the house because at one point because they do a thing at one point which i really like in a lot of <laughs> movies is the retreat to the library and it's kind of like a safe room and I'm like, this mm-hmm. would be great if I understood the context of where this was compared to everything else. If I understood where the mm-hmm. stairs were at the basement that everyone keep, keeps being afraid to go down to. But I never understand mm-hmm. anything. The basement looks the exact same as the stuff up top. Like, And then on that's top true, of that, yeah. the middle of the house has this ridiculous CGI machine that's like oh, all these yeah. spinning gears. <laughs> and it's so early 2000s and I hate it. I hate it with every fiber of my being. Um, so that, that's that's the thing. The characters, like you said, are, are, mm. are dull, uh, to, to, to unlikable to, to cliched um 
you know, the, the, the little boy, he's got like a trait where he's really fascinated by dead people for the first 10 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. and then it's irrelevant for the rest of the thing. It's never brought up again. It's never... Some, it's not like he has knowledge later on that's useful because he, he he's interested in dead mm-hmm. people. It's just a joke at the start, and that is it. It just goes away. Um, yeah, the yeah, you know, like the two kids, um, they really have like no personality. <laughs> I was kind of laughing because the you know the young boy looks like so, you know, like early two thousands. <laughs> it's insane. Like mm-hmm. he has those uh. I, I don't know what they're called, but like those kind of necklaces, like people used to always wear, and then like you know his haircut and clothes just uh, that kind of made me laugh. But uh, I mean, they kind of like disappear like pretty close to the start of the movie, and then you, you barely maybe that's like a minor spoiler, but whatever. But like yeah, you barely see them throughout the most of the movie. And the I think the one thing that is interesting is uh, these ghosts in the movie, but you really don't learn anything about them and i feel like you know you barely you know like get anything with uh like there's like it feels like there's only really a little bit of interaction with maybe like you know three or four of the ghosts like you know it's uh you think you would get more but some like you barely see any of at one point it lists off all the ghosts and I'm like, how am I ever meant to remember all these? Or, or care about mm-hmm. all of these ghosts? Like, this is there's two or three that are kind of stick out a little bit more for one reason yeah. or, the, or the other, um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of it. There's cage head lady, there's naked lady, <laughs> and there's guy with like spikes oh, they, in his head. Yeah, they loved the naked lady. <laughs> yeah, they used her a lot. Um, I wonder why. So, <laughs> and it's I actually did go back and I looked up on YouTube um, the the profiles of all these ghosts because they did, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was on the the DVD. But they like each ghost they did like a you know three or four minute um, kind of backstory uh, of how the ghost came to be, and it's narrated by uh, Cyrus. So that that actually was kind of interesting. But again, it's like so weird that it's like. Um, you know, just totally like not even, you know, brought up at all in the movie. <laughs> like it, it just, it just feels like, oh, this is like the couldn't kind of the coolest, most interesting thing, and you're not even really going into that much detail about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I the the ghosts the ghosts are frustrating <laughs> to me because every time they show mm-hmm. up, I was just kind of I was just kind of taken out of the movie again because it just. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no attempt to actually make them, give them atmosphere, and I feel like outside of the the boobs from the one naked ghost and like, like one extreme death, this could easily be PG thirteen. Oh sure, yeah. Like, there's there's nothing about it, and that's not to say that I think it needs gore and stuff like that. I'm not because I don't. Um, it maybe mm-hmm. I mean maybe if it had more gore, it would make up for the, the lack of everything else, but. Mm-hmm. it just it lacks any kind of and it, then the, the actual plot is just kind of everything i hate about like horror stories from this this like period or specifically supernatural stories if i, I think if you'd asked me in mm-hmm. high school um you know if i like movies about ghosts i'd have said no because i feel like most of the ones i've seen and the, <gasps> the, the years leading up to that point were all like this mm-hmm. there were all these terrible over-the-top things with cgi uh, a mm-hmm. plot that involves us you know some sort of ritual that the, the bad guys try to like pull off and ridiculous cgi mechanical cogs and devices <laughs> like, I, I hate all of it, it i hate it <laughs> yeah. it really does feel like very very uh video gamey to me mm. like like this this kind of feels like a ps2 game i can see that i can see that and not in a good way 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. I love PS2. <laughs> but uh, yeah, especially some really good, um, uh, what do you call it, survival horror games on it. But yeah, it's not, <laughs> this does, is not up to snuff. Yeah. Um, and, you could, and you could have totally played more with the concept that people, only people wearing the special glasses can see the ghosts. Like... Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like they did nothing with it. Like all all we got from it was that one character would see the ghost and say, "Hey, put these on and look at the ghost," and then they put on and they'd get a fright as well. Yeah. And I'm like, why 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 not do a yeah. scene where you go into like a dark corridor or something like that and there's ghosts all over, but only one person has the glasses, so they have to direct everyone else. Like, it's such a simple yeah. idea for a scene, but that would be really effective. But there's nothing like that in the whole movie. Oh yeah, definitely. No, it, it you know it's, it seems like it could have been you know kind of interesting but yeah it really isn't uh again I, I really didn't see the point of it in the movie um i'm glad that you mentioned that yeah it was kind of a thing with the original but uh yeah if you're going to keep it in at least have a, a point uh you know what i really hated in this movie and again i feel like it was a you know, kind of a product of the time as well was like uh i really did not like the score it has this kind of like um you know, very kind of like twinkly, like mm-hmm. almost like uplifting in parts kind of like music to it. That I was just like, this is not like fit the movie <laughs> to me. Yeah, now the, the tone was all off. Um, speak, speaking of things of the time period, at the start when the lawyer brings the will, when mm-hmm. Cyrus has recorded like a, a video for them and he plays oh, on yeah. a computer, <laughs> the, the media player that's playing it was like, whoa, this is taking me back to the year 2000. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, I'm feeling old. Like, in in a weird way, like I did kind of like watching it from a nostalgic perspective because like uh, all that stuff is like stupid, but it, it is kind of fun sometimes to watch and go like, oh man, like, yeah, remember when stuff was like that? But it, it doesn't make a good movie or an entertaining watch, but sometimes I do like kind of <laughs> be reminded of that stuff. Yeah, you get a chuckle out of a couple of things, yeah. <laughs> Um, it would be uh, it would be very weird like I, I feel like people are kind of just starting like obviously you know everyone loves like the 80s and I feel like people are kind of starting to come around to the 90s now and uh, I do wonder if there will be a time when like you know people will start feeling nostalgic for like the early 2000s oh god I hope not <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine it but who knows I mean all of a sudden everyone's talking about like the, the daredevil movie and uh, oh no no <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like, <laughs> No, 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 no. Early 2000s is like one of the worst periods ever. I'm not, I'm not having it, Tim. I'm not having it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'm see. not having it. Um, yeah, I mean, other, other than that, like, what is there to talk about? Like, the direction's really simple. No, nothing. If, if anything, there's a couple of scenes where I was noticing the editing's a little bit too over over chaotic mm. uh, there's a scene in the library where like a character's explaining something about this this book this demonic book and i swear mm. it was cutting between shots every like two seconds and it was really <laughs> starting to bug me um yeah. well that's what drives me crazy when they have like the ghost shots because it is like this like you know nightclub rave kind of thing where it's like the ghosts are like going in and out and there's always like you know um like this like kind of like loud like sound like you know whenever they appear and stuff and yeah i do think it would have been like kind of cool if the ghosts were more subdued and creepy and yeah it's not in your face and over the top like you know you could have actually had a little something more here but unfortunately not uh, not only that there's not even really any build to them like i feel like the first time you see I'm a sure, ghost yeah. it's just kind of like ah, oh, it was ghost yeah <laughs> yeah no big deal no big deal we're just there <clears throat> did it uh did it drive you crazy that like 
I don't know, it didn't really seem like there was, um, I don't know, like much rules to them. Oh god, right. yeah. There's no rules at all. Like they tell us they can't go through the glass and and whatever, so that's mm-hmm. why they're kept in these glass cells. But mm-hmm. you know, once they're open, I'm like, can they? I don't it, know. It's, it's like, 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 what exactly can they do? Like, and and then you know, they do mention something about how these are more like angry, vengeful ghosts and stuff that can harm you. Uh, but like. Yeah, you, you never really get into, all right, what's the extent of their power? Like, are they basically, they kind of just seem like they're regular people, just that they're ghosts, that they're basically invisible. Because it's not like they were doing, you know, like crazy stuff, like making things levitate or, you know, making the walls bleed or, you know, uh, or flying or, you know, stuff like that. Like, it seems like they were kind of just doing like normal people stuff they were just you know very strong and yeah they're, you couldn't see them they're, they're, even even at one point I, I like i wasn't even sure if they could interact with people directly like i was wondering mm-hmm. if they had to like trick people into doing something or going somewhere <laughs> um, it wasn't until like halfway through the movie where someone actually physically gets touched and like hurt yeah. from from a ghost and i was like, okay they can actually just hurt you directly um i think my problem then is is that it feels like they get away from the ghost far too easy there's those points where like they'll escape and like you've been through like a like a a panel on the door and the panel's still open what is to stop the ghost from climbing up can the ghost not climb is, is, is sure, a ladder yeah. a problem <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> but you know they treat it as if though that's that danger averted for now that's regroup like okay sure yeah. <laughs> sure um yeah. And on top of that, you have some, you know, some lame, predictable twists and some, mm-hmm. you know, other things. So, uh, I guess we'll go sp- full spoilers then. Full spoilers for Thirteen Ghosts, right. and we'll mm-hmm. we'll go from there. Um. So yeah, Cyrus is still alive, mm-hmm. despite the fact that we saw him with like you know a big bit of metal sticking into him in the opening mm-hmm. scene. Uh, he's still alive, and he he wanted the family to come here. Because he's doing some ritual to open a doorway to hell. Why? Who knows? Um, and... Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly what his ultimate goal was. Like, is he trying to get immortality? Is he trying to live forever? Is he trying to get control of these ghosts? Uh, I, I didn't really know. Yeah. Um. I. I. Yeah. So he. He. I guess he's. He's. His nephew and his family there, because he needs someone pure of heart and. That, that's that's his nephew Tony Shalhoub, uh, who to to basically sacrifice himself as the thirteenth ghost. So technically, there isn't actually thirteen ghosts in the movie. There's only twelve. Uh, he's the thirteenth ghost, but of course, he never actually dies at the end. So there's no ghosting happening. <laughs> yes, thoughts, <start> Tim. Yes. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I guess if you want to count like Matthew Lillard's ghost, maybe. I, I suppose yeah, he does technically have a ghost at one point. So yeah, Matthew Lillard is in here. He's like he helps in the opening scene with getting the ghost, but he's clearly not very happy about it. And then he shows you know, up pretending to be a power guy at the house, mm-hmm. and then very quickly reveals that he's really just this you know the psychic, and he's there to try mm-hmm. and figure out what's going on, and ultimately just wants to leave with the family. But the fa- the, the house of course locks up like a, a prison once the, mm-hmm. everything starts going mm-hmm. i i found his character to be so frustrating like uh like i don't necessarily think he's like a bad actor it's just I, I don't know if it's the characters he's playing or like the choices he's making or people want him to make but i i just find him so frustrating and 
like this and scream he, he just really irritates me and then like in, especially in this movie where like yeah every five seconds it's not enough that he's you know seeing the ghost with his you know glasses but it's also like he's having these like ghost seizures <laughs> like every you know time like something happens you know where he's like and again it's just annoying in the editing yeah you know the way yeah. it's like flashy back and forth he's also the only good character if you will as in not evil who dies mm-hmm. and so for some reason they decided to show us that he was going to die early because he sees a vision of it when he touches something yeah and the the thing i kind of the complaint i have about that actually two complaints uh one is it, it feels like kind of a quick character turn for him out of nowhere like you know, because throughout the whole movie, it kind of seems like he's basically just a greedy dude who just wants to get, you know, what he's owed. Like, the basically, the reason why he's there is not to warn the family, uh, but, you know, rather to get money that he's owed. And, um, yeah, like, kind of out of nowhere, like, he, he just decides to sacrifice himself, like, and, and, and give this kind of, like, you know, touching little monologue where he's like, you know, oh, like my whole life, uh, you know, I've just been looking out for myself and maybe it's time, you know, I started looking out for someone else or some garbage like that. But I just feel like there was no character growth. Uh, But then, of course, the other um, thing that annoyed me about that part is, you know, they they are carrying the store that they take off, um, whatever, uh, however you do that, that, yeah, yeah, when the ghost tries to come at them, they have this door as kind of a shield, and like they're in a corner with Antonio Shalhoub's behind it, and you know Matthew Lillard's like, "There's only room for one person behind there." I was like, "Are you sure you couldn't squeeze in there?" Like, I feel like you guys could make it work, but I don't know. That's the end of Titanic all over again. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub is uh, Rose. <laughs> but yeah it's it stupid it's uh yeah like like you said um i don't know why they had to show it to us beforehand and yeah it, it I, just I, felt like unnecessary i think that's the other complaint you could have here is that there's actually a very little danger in the movie it feels very toothless because none of the actual characters that we're supposed to care about and i say supposed to because I, I don't care about any of them but the characters <laughs> we're supposed to care about none of them ever actually die or even get in that much danger it feels like like sure there's one point channel mm-hmm. has been grabbed and like you know and at one point Toshiro gets clawed but no one no one who's not an evil bastard ever actually dies except to an extent matthew lord right everyone else who dies is you know the lawyer gets killed he gets sliced in half by the the glass door um and that's an okay death you know that, that was yeah i i actually you know enjoyed that one like it was you know it was kind of cool and um and you know like uh effects wise you know it looked pretty decent yeah um but like there's there's very little else in the movie that makes me feel like the actual characters are in danger it, it feels yeah. like a very <sighs> Because tooth, toothless is the best word I've got for it. It just feels yeah. very toothless as a movie. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Like the, I don't know. I, I think maybe it might have been interesting. Maybe if you keep like the instead of having a giant, you know, glass house with, uh, you know, these protection spells on every pane of glass. Like I don't know. Maybe just make it like a normal house with like, you know, every so often you have rooms with these spells or whatever. But maybe not to the point where yeah, you're constantly like, you know pretty much like surrounded by protection usually yeah it's like it yeah that's very weird and again and then the the thing is too is like when you're you know like going from like place to place again it's just like boring and you're just going down like a hallway like 
you know, a glass hallway is not interesting <laughs> to look at. And no. I, I feel like so much of this movie is them running from a hallway and then a section of the hallway closes and it's like, whoo, we're safe. And then another section opens up. Oh, there's a ghost. All right, let's run. And ooh, door closes. We're safe. It's yeah. Like, yeah, that's the movie. And I think a glass hallway singular is fine like if that was like one sure. distinct room in a house with lots mm-hmm. of different styles of room that would be fine because mm-hmm. it would be distinct the problem here is that yeah. everything looks the same because they're all glass hallways it's, mm-hmm. it's it's very frustrating and i, I it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to d- get into a movie like that especially when on top of that you don't really care about the characters it feels toothless so now they feel like they're in danger and obviously people are going to say yeah but other ghost stories don't necessarily have lots of character deaths and you're right they don't like you you watch a conjuring movie or whatever like yeah because the movie's about a possession the movie's about like you know the exorcist coming to the house and trying to get rid of the demon or or, or whatever mm-hmm. this is different because as much as this is a ghost movie it's kind of more of like 12 serial killers are in the house they just happen to be ghosts yeah you know that's a good way to put it yeah it, it definitely feels like a movie that's supposed to have more of a body count uh mm-hmm. and it, it just doesn't and that's that's kind of frustrating and there's another character actually who's introduced uh, we see her in the opening scene oh right and then mm-hmm. she shows up in the house about halfway through and kind of helps save the day a little bit mm-hmm. and the big twist with her she, she thinks we think she's against cyrus the whole time but then the big reveal at the end is she's actually working with cyrus and she's mm-hmm. and here's my problem that not only is this twist boring because i don't care about this character and there's been not there's barely been anything with her to give a shit about her or or mm-hmm. this like you know this heel turn is that within five minutes of revealing it he just kills like cyrus just kills her anyway just because mm-hmm. uh, she's she's done her thing now there's like no no interesting dynamic between them there's nothing that's revealed about her through this relationship it's just mm-hmm. it's really just for the moment where she knocks out the you know maggie the uh the, the nanny <laughs> over the head mm-hmm. and that's kind of it and puts people in danger and i think what's really frustrating is is that none of our characters ever learn she betrayed them that's true, yeah. <laughs> no one knows. Tony Shalhoub never knows that she was a bad guy and <laughs> just seems to forget that she existed when they're leaving the house at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about it, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right, so two things that bothers me is like um, she she first appears and she chases away a, a ghost. Uh, I think it's a jackal that's like attacking uh, Tony Shalhoub and she throws a flare at him, which I guess like you know is a thing that can like you know uh what dispel these ghosts or whatever but uh i I kept waiting for them to explain why (laughs) yeah (laughs) which like because i thought they were gonna say like oh you know this is a you know ancient roman candle blessed by the church that you know uh they hate or something but you know, later, you know, she's talking about how she has all this dynamite and stuff. And I was like, oh, wait, was that just a regular, like, flare? <laughs> like, that that just works on these ghosts? And then uh, I, I do have a bit of a theory, which um, I believe for that particular ghost, when I was watching uh, those bios on YouTube, I do think they mentioned that that one was killed by fire. Okay. So maybe that's why that worked. But again, it's like you can't just do that in a movie and expect us to understand it or make sense. Like if there is a reason, like I feel like you got to mention it. So uh, that really bothered me. Um, Everything she explains bothers me. Like she pulls out this mm -hmm. book and starts talking about the, the rules and and it's not really rules, just the, like the backstory of like what what was going on here, what the 13 ghosts represent Mm -hmm. and the device, this house is built by the devil or designed by the devil 
and built and fueled by ghosts and it's all just exposition mumbo jumbo that means nothing it's just it's that scene in these supernatural movies that i hate uh and it relies on all this extra mumbo jumbo that just means nothing uh another thing that i didn't like from a character perspective is that maybe maybe you didn't notice this or didn't feel this way but i thought that tony shalhoub's character arthur i thought he he seemed to get very concerned and wanted to get everyone out of the house before anything bad actually happened to him or he witnessed anything. But he seemed mm-hmm. like, I need to find the kid and get out of here. Before, and all, all that's happened is that Matthew Lillard's told him there's ghosts and obviously doesn't really believe him because he's, you know, it's ghosts. Yeah. And he very quickly seems to want to like get out to the point where he wants to smash through the, the door. He, try, he tries mm-hmm. breaking the glass and I'm like, when did he get to this this point? Like, like mm-hmm. he, he went from being happy he's got a new house to freaking out and wanting to find the kids within about five minutes and nothing really happened in that space of time outside of like some sounds of like gears like moving things around um yeah and i get that he's concerned that he wants to find the kids and he can't do that but he he, he gets to the point where it feels like he's already a character in a horror movie who's scared for his kids lives yeah. you know just before anything that's really you know dangerous has appeared or or mm-hmm. presented itself in a way that would make him think that they're in serious danger. No, that's totally fair. Yeah, he really just like you know goes from like zero to sixty <laughs> in like in no time. Um, and yeah, like even I guess you know you are in a very weird house, and if it does start moving, yeah, you definitely would be concerned. Um, but yeah, to the point where you like breaking windows and stuff, yeah, it would that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, it, it just it, it it went from nothing to to being like the concerned like parent. We need to get outside of this house like immediately. I was like, why why do you believe you need to get outside the house? What 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 has scared you to that point at, at, at this part of the movie? That nothing has. Um, yeah. it's, it's not until that he sees his daughter being like dragged up a wall. Maybe I was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine, right now you've seen some evidence. You've seen the the the, the, the fruits of the the hell that of that's in this house. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> um, but I like it. Like, I don't think it's the worst thing ever because it's not like obnoxiously bad. It's just like mm-hmm. painfully mediocre in every single sure. way. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I again, the uh, it, it's kind of a shame because I, I really do like this premise. And uh, again, like I think more if you are keeping it more like uh, Jurassic Park with ghosts, which kind of feels like. You know that that could kind of be like the tagline almost to it, um, or whatever. Do like, you want to know how you do Jurassic Park? Sorry, Jurassic Park with ghosts. Do you want to know how you how you do that premise? You make mm-hmm. that a Ghostbusters movie, and it's there with their Ooh. it's their prison. It's wherever okay. they've locked up all the ghosts, and yeah. you make it more of an actual horror comedy. There you oh, go. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'd be uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be definitely down for that. Uh, but yeah, it, unfortunately, yeah, they just don't really. <laughs> go anywhere i would have liked them to in this movie and the ending is like pretty stupid uh like you say uh you know that all right there's a reveal that cyrus is still alive and uh, i mean at this point the audience already knows but it's it feels like we're still supposed to be kind of shocked <laughs> when tony shalhoub finds out but that's not like really a big deal and um well i, uh, I think that what they do there is they'll try to prove that he's not just a ghost because he puts mm-hmm. the glasses on and off to check that he's, he's alive yeah. I think before that, we're supposed to suspect that he might just be the ghost of Cyrus. True, yeah. Um, and and then, yeah, the whole, like, it, it's so over-the-top and elaborate. Like, the 
all right, you have to sac- sacrifice yourself, fine. But it's like the way you want him to sacrifice himself is by like jumping onto these like super fast rotating gears. Like it, there's got to be like a much simpler way to do it. And then it's so cheesy when like, you know, Matthew Lillard, show, his ghost shows up and it's like, you got this, man. You know you can do it. And then like Tony Shalhoub all of a sudden has like the most amazing like reflexes ever where like (laughs) you know he's like these things are literally like you know spinning like what like at like 0.0001 of a second like they're so fast and yeah there's that brief moment that they stop but he he wouldn't have been able to do that come on and also i I like tony shalhoub but come on it's not like he's (laughs) you know uh, he's not spider-man you think of like prowess or yeah. whatever you know he's he's not the poster boy for that yeah and the um, other thing with cyrus just to go back to like him being alive or dead is that so we find out he's actually alive and the reason why you might think he's still a ghost is because he actually still has like blood on his outfit and mm-hmm. as if you know as if as if he as he was when he died which then begs the question why does he still have blood coming from the wound if, if he's yeah. just because like, it's not it's not like this happened yesterday like he you know he's and- He's had time to yeah. change, get a shower. And, and, and it's one of those things that doesn't make sense because, like, all right, so we're supposed to believe he dies in that opening scene. But, like, uh, the the characters in the movie didn't see that scene. So it, it's like, you know, it, it's like the movie is trying to, like, you know, talk to the audience and be like, mm. hey, remember, like, when he died? But then it's also like, all right, but this doesn't make sense, though, in the context of the movie, like, the characters were not around when that happened. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know, we didn't even get into the dumb stuff with the mother, which is, uh, I, just, I, I, I didn't need any of that. What, one of my, one of my peeves in supernatural movies is the friendly ghost is the, you know, the ghost of a loved one who's there to actually mm. kind of help and like says goodbye at the end. So we can have a sweet moment with the violins where the families are like, mom, we love you. It's like, I love you too, yeah. babies. Keep each other safe. <laughs> and the music swells up and I hate it. Every time this happens in a movie like this, yeah. I absolutely hate it. It's, it's, yeah. it's cheesy. It sucks all the mystery out the ghosts. It's like, oh yeah, there's just good, good ghosts flying around as well. I don't know. I, I hate it. Like, like I'll accept it in something like Casper because it's Casper. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but, Anything that's supposed to be a horror movie, no, get it, get it out of my face. I want yeah. nothing part of it. I mean, I don't mind the idea of like another ghost fighting a ghost, but yeah, it does get a little cheesy when because usually it, it is like you're saying, like they they're going for the sweeter version where, you know, it's a loved one, and I feel like most of the time it usually does end up being like a mom or something, some type of or or motherly figure, and yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's not like they're taking out a ghost sword and being all cool and fighting and stuff. It's always just like a, like, no, through the power of love, I banish you or something <laughs> like that. It's like, uh, whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And, and then these, uh, yeah, so, so wait, what? I, I don't remember what happened. So, so uh, Maggie is messing with the controls and the thing breaks and then everyone's just like free. Yeah, the ghosts are all free. Basically, yeah. yeah. So Ma- Maggie <laughs> actually kind of funny. saves the day, basically. <laughs> Yeah, which uh, it, it's kind of funny because the like, yeah, then the ghosts are just like walking into the woods. And then I actually kind of thought like, you know, I, as much as like I'm not crazy about this movie, I, I, it might be kind of cool if they did like a sequel and now they have to hunt the ghosts down or something. 
I don't know, but I mean, actually, that didn't it's worth mentioning <laughs> that Maggie's the one who actually breaks the machine and the doors and all that. She mm-hmm. actually saves the day. Tony Shalhoub jumping into all the rings and gears to get to the kids actually accomplished nothing because soon after, oh, they, yeah. soon what after they stopped spinning. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like all right, man, cool, but <laughs> you maybe should have thought that through a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and and like a. And again, like Maggie just feels like kind of like comes out of nowhere. Like it could have been so much more interesting. Like, uh, yeah, if you know, once she gets knocked over the head, if she wakes up and now she's trapped with a ghost, or and like you said, maybe she doesn't have glasses, or maybe she has one, but it's like broken or something. Like, uh, it feels like it could have done some more cool stuff. But yeah, they don't get creative with the core premise with the glasses, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff you could do there, but they just don't, uh, which is a shame. Uh, and then, I, well, yeah. the um, and like the ending, ending, ending is so stupid. When yeah, like you know, so the ghosts leave, and then you kind of have a sweet moment with the family, they're reunited and stuff, and then you think it's the ending, but no, they have to have like a quick like, you know, twenty thirty seconds of Maggie leaving the house, and she's just like, you know, spouting off all these jokes, and it's just like so unfunny and out of tone, but you know, like just saying all this stuff like oh i don't get paid enough for this and like oh you know don't expect me to clean this up and all this stuff and it's like you just went through like the craziest shit in your life <laughs> and you're gonna like you're cracking jokes to literally no one like uh and, and again it's just like what tone is this movie going for it, it, it feels like it's really all over the place it feels of the era it really does yeah it, no it, doubt. it feels like the sort of jokes you'd hear in movies like this um mm. Yeah, I'm sure one day we'll do the other ones that were on the vote, and I'm sure one day we'll do, <laughs> you know, God, I mean, we, did, we had a commentary on Patreon for it, but Darkness Falls, like, I'm sure, is something that will happen at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a 2000s ass movie. <laughs> oh, it is. This this era of supernatural movies, I just like from 1999 to about 2004 or something like that. There's just all this shit. <laughs> not that there's not good horror movies in there, because there is, but there's yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. lot of yeah. mainstream shit. So anyway, Tim, mm. yeah. what are you going to rate Thirteen Ghosts? Uh, I think uh, I think I'll give it a three point five. I, I was trying to think if I wanted to give it a four, but uh, it still feels maybe a little too high. Uh, again, I really do like the premise, and I, I think like you know the idea is kind of interesting enough uh, alone and um and yeah like some of the watching it did make me feel like a little nostalgic like especially kind of like you're talking about that time frame when um yeah like you are just starting to get old enough to and dvds are just kind of like you know breaking out that um you know i it, it does feel like a time where you would like grab get anything and like watch everything and watch all the special features so mm-hmm. it, it, it did give me some nostalgic feelings for that but um yeah, ultimately, it's just uh, it doesn't do enough with it. And maybe if it was a little more consistent, had some better kills, you know, like a higher body count, I, I could probably bump it up a little bit. But yeah, that's what I got to go with. Yes, it made me nostalgic for regret. The regret I felt after watching <laughs> it, after purchasing the DVD, which I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I got it in like three for whatever price. And I'm sure it right, was yeah. a, a cheaper option. And that's why I got it, because it was one of the bargain discs. But <laughs> <laughs> But I just man, movie's not good. I I'm gonna give it. 
I actually thought I was going to be too harsh by giving it a three, but I act- honestly, after talking about it, I think it's so it's so bland and lifeless. It's so toothless that I just and it's it's full of things that I hate. So I'm I'm going to go with a three out of ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, there is stuff that could have bumped it up, like because uh, you know I did kind of think when you have like that first kill with the uh, the lawyer. Mm. Uh, which it's kind of funny because he's not even killed by a ghost. He really like, so did the ghosts only kill one person? They only killed Matthew Lillard. Uh, didn't they all carry Cyrus into the gears to chop him up? Oh, sure, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I forgot how Jesus. CG. I know the CG was rough. Yeah. In that scene. I, yeah, I forgot that. That's, that's insane. Um, but yeah, like the, the ghost, like didn't even like, you know, as much of a, you know scary presence as they're supposed to be they really don't do that much and like yeah the the most gruesome death will probably be that lawyer scene which is just done is kind of an accident by the house yeah um, the ghost makes them back but, into it but like other than that yeah. it's yes yeah, it's, it's not the ghost herself that's doing but, it but that is like such a crazy over-the-top death that you do kind of think oh and even like the opening scene is really over the top with like a truck spraying blood and all this stuff and you kind of do think like okay like probably not a good movie but if this is what we're in for if we're gonna see a bunch of crazy deaths and gore and stuff like this this could be kind of cool but ultimately it doesn't do that which uh, if they did more stuff like that could easily you know see this being like a bad but fun cheesy like you know movie more in the four maybe even five range or something but it, it never goes that far <laughs> They aspire to be a four out of ten and just couldn't quite make it. <laughs> well, I, I think with what they're working with, it never would have been like a you know seven or eight or something. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's this rough. It's rough. I no, no. It's just from a dark period, dark, dark, dark period, and <laughs> in, in my life and the history of cinema, and Tim's <laughs> life, I'm sure, also a dark period. Uh... Yeah, it's a dark period. Yeah. <laughs> It probably would have been like right before I started working at Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> a very so, dark period. Free pizza. Yes. <laughs> I mean, free pizza, sure, but you know. <laughs> uh, but that that yeah. is uh, that is the discussion on Thirteen Ghosts. So you can, of course, let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments below. If you've seen it, you can like and subscribe. All the usual stuff. Uh, it's worth mentioning other stuff that you can check out from us. We have a sci-fi movie podcast called The Ace, the Atomic Cinema Experiment, which I do with Tara. Uh, we have. Uh, what else can I promote that's of interest? Um, I mean, maybe the thing where people can give us money. <laughs> I was getting to that. I was doing the other shows first time. Oh, okay, sure. You can you can support us financially over at patreon.com slash TV. We can support us for as little as $1 per month. And for that $1, you get a bonus episode of Streams After Midnight every month. And at the $5 mm. tier, you get to vote on an episode every month. So... Uh, that's what you get specifically for streams that's what you get but you get stuff for all the mm. other shows we do as well so uh worth worth going over and having but, a look yeah screams is probably the best though because i no, no none of the other shows are doing blood diner <laughs> that is true that is true none, none of the other shows are doing blood diner for their bonus episodes that is absolutely true uh, so yeah you can, uh, you can go over there check that out get us on twitter at screams midnight uh for ramblings and ravings from both of us and <laughs> horror movie news and that kind of thing um but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys although better ones than this we'll see you next time <laughs>